Yo, my name is Richie Marufo of the Barbed Wire Open Mic Series, a.k.a. Beanwams, and you're listening to the El Paso Creatives Podcast Show. Thanks for tuning in. And if you haven't already, make sure you're following El Paso Creatives on Instagram, YouTube, and other social media. Without further ado, here's the show. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Isaac Hernandez. Um, welcome back to another episode of Season 2, Episode 2 of the El Paso Creators Podcast Show. Uh, we're finally able to do it here in person. We're here at Casa Ortiz uh, in Nico's studio. I'll put his Instagram and stuff so you guys can check him out here. Um, and today I have Jordan Taylor. Jordan, how are you? I'm good. Yeah, how's everything been for you? It's been long. It's been long. It's Last been year, long. we don't count 2020. I don't count <laughs> no, it. No, no, no. I don't count it. So how was that for you? First, I kind of want to go just like explain yourself, what you do, um, different types of like, I guess, creative mediums that you work with now. And you know, how did, how did you adjust from like, because you said you're not going into music anymore, so you're going into different avenues. So kind of explain kind of like the music part of like what you did and then when the pandemic hit mm-hmm. and then now kind of how you adjusted and what you're kind of just experimenting with right now. Well, obviously first I started off with music. Mm-hmm. I've been doing music, well, singing since I was really, really little. Um, but I didn't get started writing my own music mm-hmm. until about 2017. And that was when I joined Alfe and that's where it all started to come together, mm-hmm. really, because I... That kind I of inspired you? Um, yeah, yeah, inspired me. Um, it really helped me grow. Mm-hmm. Um, still helping me grow as an, as an artist, both in music and in writing. Um, I wrote already, like, stories and poems and stuff like that, but I never tried writing my own music until I went to Ofe. Mm-hmm. Um it was something I felt like my writing for songs was almost too, too poetic. But yeah. that's the whole point, almost. Yeah. Um, Wasn't that what writing is? It's kind of like yeah. you know putting your poetry <laughs> into it. Like that's how rappers do it. Yeah. Know, so, so that like my, my brain wasn't processing mm-hmm. it the right way. I guess. Yeah. Um, but uh, Leo, he he um, makes and masters all my stuff, records me. Um, so shout out Leo. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's the one who got the ball rolling mm-hmm. for me writing my own stuff so he helped me um figure out like structures and um really building my confidence on writing because I had shown him like ideas and he helped me yeah. move forward with that and stuff so I went I did that 2017 to present so I, I'm, st- I'm still working on it but mm-hmm. of course the pandemic hit yeah and everything which um, I'm sure everyone was, mm. you know. And so, so like, kind of like as a music artist going through, you know, 2017, 2018, you were doing like shows and stuff, you were kind of getting the ball rolling and then the yeah. pandemic hits. And so it's just like, okay, like how did that not stun you, but like, how did that like put a pause on you? And you're like, okay, how am I going to adjust? How yeah. am I going to move forward with it? It was actually pretty crazy because yeah. at that point, like just before the pandemic hit, it was almost like it was show after show after show after show after, really? after show. Yeah. And it was really exciting because I was able to meet all these other artists and not just music artists, mm-hmm. um, cl- like clothing and yeah. art and like all this stuff. And it was really cool and really fun. Um, different venues, mm-hmm. uh, just in general. And as soon as the pandemic hit, it all just like stopped. Everything just turned off. It, yeah. It was like a, a little light switch. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it, it almost didn't feel real at first. I was like, well, you know, like everybody else, like yeah. we're all kind of like, oh, it's it's probably just like the flu or like whatever, but it got more intense as we kept going. But um, I was sad. I was sad about it. Yeah. Um, 
of course. Um, but, I mean, it didn't stop performances necessarily mm. because we did try a few um, online yeah. shows. Well, I saw you were doing, like, always, like, those Instagram TVs, the, the, the Instagram lives. Oh, yeah, And the stuff. Lives. You were doing, like, little videos here and there, kind of mm-hmm. just keep the traction going. How was that for you? Like, how did that work out for you? Well, that's always been fun. I like yeah. I, I like going, like, mm-hmm. live and stuff, but... Um, it's just it's different it's not as intimate like um majority of the shows that i did and the shows that i uh like in particular are Mm -hmm. small shows i like intimate shows the intimacy um and that that's like it's taken away um especially over the internet but through the internet i can also reach people that don't like different places from different places Mm -hmm. which is also fun because through that um not just the followers that I have, yeah. but people also that don't know who I am yeah. would occasionally join. And that was that's still interesting. And, and the reach is that. big, too. So it's like, were you utilizing social media as much as you are now, like, with what you learned on like how you had to adjust with it? Like, were you utilizing it previously, like, before the pandemic and all that? Or is it, like, something that you've always done? I think it's a little bit of... Yeah. It's, like, half and half. I mm-hmm. feel like there was times when I used it a lot before the pandemic, and then I didn't use it mm-hmm. that much. And it's the same now. I think I started coming away from it, but just because of school and the school was online, mm-hmm. and so it was a lot of a lot of focus there. A lot of stress, every um, type of thing. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, a little bit of stress, just because mm-hmm. online school is um, a little bit different. Yeah. It's not something I'm not not used to. Yeah. But. And like, like how important do you think it is, like, to like for for an artist to just be on like a digital platform and stuff, like how important? Um. Well, I mean, I guess in today's day and age, mm-hmm. ev- everything is online. Yeah. So it's not impossible to mm-hmm. not do it online. I mean, that that's how it yeah. was done before. It was done without the internet. Um, people selling mixtapes mm-hmm. and just playing their music out, like, on a boombox or whatever. Yeah. Um, but with the internet, is a lot more traction. Yeah. Um, of course, if you are consistent with it... Um, not necessarily posting every day, mm-hmm. um, but just at least the consistency of it. Yeah. Um, and like collaborations too, like, you know, how important do you think that is? Because I know like a lot of when people when they collaborate and stuff, they reach a different audience from like yeah. the other person they're collaborating with. So like, were you doing that a lot or do you, did you I've like I've done a few do collaborations. Yeah. I haven't done that many. Um, mainly, I had tried focusing because there was a point where I did a, a lot. Mm-hmm. And so I wasn't necessarily focusing on um, my sound as an individual artist, yeah. um, which, which is fine. It's like, not like, I don't yeah. want to work with other people. <laughs> um, but it was just, uh, for such a long period of time that I was doing, um, so many collaborations mm-hmm. that, um, it wasn't original I was like, anymore for you. Yeah, yeah. Well, not, not that it wasn't original because it was original. Yeah. Um, but I wanted something that was completely my mm-hmm. own, um, which, I mean, not completely. It'll be completely my own when I start, like, making my own beats and stuff. But that'd yeah. be cool. But that'd be good. But collaborations are good, obviously. You reach other audiences. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also expand your own sound. You can discover maybe a sound that you didn't know that you had. Yeah. Um, I had... I have a collab with my friend um, Blake out in Chicago. And I hadn't really played with, like... I guess like the the beat that it was on it was like kind of like 
little peep sounding, I yeah. guess. And I was when I first heard it, I I love it, yeah. obviously. But I was you kind of like, had to adjust to it. I was way. like, I don't know, yeah. would I be able to pull this off? Mm-hmm. Is it like something that I can do? And I think collaborations really yeah. open doors. And so that opens up like another question for me. It's like when you're doing collaborations and like when you're you're caught with things that are like you know you're not used to. Mm-hmm. Do you sometimes turn off, collab- like turn them down and stuff? Like you're like, hey, you know, maybe this is it for me, or do you just take every collaboration as it goes on? No, there's times yeah. where I, d- I say I say no, um, because. Do you think like that affects like you in a way, or is it just? No, I yeah. actually think it's really important to learn how to say no. Yeah. Because um, it's it's better to say no, or okay. So I think if you want to go ahead and try and collaborate with yeah. somebody, and it's totally different. Of course, give it a shot. But if you don't feel comfortable with it, or if it's just not something that you can work with, um, there's no harm in saying no. That's mm-hmm. literally the worst some thing that somebody can say to you is yeah. no. Like, um, what I try to do, besides just saying no, if there's somebody that I think could totally like kill it on yeah. the the beat or on that verse or whatever, then I'll recommend that person. Okay. But. Um, I think it's important for people to understand that it's okay mm-hmm. to say no. You don't have to take every single yeah. thing that's thrown at you. And then do you think like it like it kind of takes away like your uniqueness when you're like you're making your own music and your own style like when like you do a collaboration with other people? Like do you think it kind of takes away like well maybe this isn't me but if I do it like you know it changes my style? Like mm-hmm. how important do you think like keeping your own uniqueness is when you're writing your own music and stuff? I don't think collaborations take away. No. Uh, from from your your style because every time you do a collaboration it's still you mm-hmm. a, um, I think that either it opens up a new part of your artistry yeah or uh, I think if it's forced then it can take away from you yeah. from from the um, authenticity of mm-hmm. who you are as an artist maybe um, just because it's forced it's like yeah forcing a little kid who loves ballet to do a sport yeah so it, it won't work out it won't work out yeah um so that's why i think it's important for people to for artists to understand that it's mm-hmm. okay to say no to certain things yeah and then i kind of want to go back to like when you said you were writing and singing since you were a kid right mm-hmm. so like from that to like now what have you learned what have you like experienced and like kind of like learning curves that you you've gone through learning curves because, you know, you've always, you, you haven't always done music. You've always uh-huh. done different other things. So, like, what other stuff have you done? Let's go about okay, it that okay. way. Like, so besides music now. Besides music, I, I started off writing, like, little stories when mm-hmm. I was little. Um, what inspired you to, like, write? Yeah. I don't it just, know. It just came out of you, like, it was all natural? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, Man, I hate writing. I Even <laughs> typing, I'm like, I can't. <laughs> really? I, yeah. I like writing, but I don't like writing, like, essays. Mm-hmm. I can't write essays. I mean, I can write them, but they stress me out so much. It's hard for me to even read a book. And really? so I'm like, to write, I give a lot of props to that. <laughs> you know? It's like the previous event, we had the poetography. Like, we had poets who came out and, like, they, they gave their poetry to, like, the I photographers and all that. that. And so I'm like, that's really cool. Because you, you, the interpretation you get from mm-hmm. it is cool, but it's just putting it together. I'm like, I get, like, the, the writer's block type of thing. Uh-huh. You know, it's so, like, do you ever get that when you're writing? Oh, yeah. 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 Um, and how do you get through that? As far as writer's block, so... I used to I used to get so upset sometimes yeah. because I'd be like why why aren't you working but um, there's just times where either the idea is just not gonna work out mm-hmm. like maybe great idea mm-hmm. wrong time like sort of sort of deal or maybe you just need to take a, a step away from mm-hmm. it for a little while work on something else um, but writer's block is a pain whenever it, it yeah. hits but then you kind of need yeah, like you said you need that break 
yeah you, know, you just need like okay well maybe it's not my time to write yet you know almost like like painters do that too yeah. they get like writers block but in the painting way it's like maybe it's not their time to paint you know mm-hmm. so sometimes yeah. you're in the zone and you're going at it and you're just writing and writing and writing and then all of a sudden this like one sentence that like that's where it's end that's where it ends yeah and you're like and so how do you how do you know like as an artist like how do you know when you're finished like with the project you're working on um or like you just want to keep going and stuff the project tells me when it's finished i yeah, guess okay so um i guess for example music wise yeah um my second album first mm-hmm. album sex blush that one uh i believe it was 12 songs it's been so long <laughs> i don't even remember <laughs> but that one i was like is it too much? Mm-hmm. Is that too much? Or is it going to be too much? But I was like, I'm just going to go ahead and finish the songs that I'm working on. And if I feel satisfied, if it, if the project sounds whole, mm-hmm. then that's it. Like, I won't add anything else. That's it. I'm done. Yeah. And so by the end of me writing the last song or whatever, I was like, yeah, that's it. Mm-hmm. Like, so you're still music. writing music now? Or you're, you're, you just kind of put a pause on it for now? I've written... A little bit. Mm-hmm. I haven't written a lot lately. I've been focusing more on writing like poetry, short mm-hmm. stories, and stuff like that. Um, so then, tell us about like that. Like, how's the poetry going for you then? Like, or where where Good. do you kind of want to go with the poetry and stuff? Uh, I want to do a lot with poetry. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Actually, um, but my major mm-hmm. is creative writing, okay. so we do do a lot of writing just in general. Um, I'm also minoring in film, so we've also dabbled with screenwriting. Um, which I found myself turning short stories into um, screenplays. Screen mm-hmm. plays. Like s- scripts. Scripts. Yeah, there, there you go. go. <laughs> I was like, that's not the word. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I found myself turning my short stories into scripts, and because mm-hmm. I don't know if I just need to keep trying to turn it into a story, because I mean, it can be novel, turn mm-hmm. film, or short film, or whatever. Um, but. I don't know. There's just so many different directions mm-hmm. and so many different things that I want to do with writing. Um, I've also considered maybe trying to write for other artists. Okay. Um, but I don't know yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, thinking about it, um, I think over the course of the pandemic, I have written maybe like three songs that's it yeah. and is, maybe that, is that like a lot like as a like a that's music artist or is that like you know? for okay so if we base it based off of pre um was it post pre-pandemic post pandemic post 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 pandemic yeah. okay yeah <laughs> um no no it's pre because post pandemic is after post is after okay that's pre-pandemic. what i was thinking it's pre-pandemic okay. english major i need to go back to school <laughs> um so pre-pandemic yeah i was probably knocking out knocking out writing about uh, maybe two three songs a day mm-hmm. if I chose to write uh, that day uh, sometimes I was like is that too many in one day is that weird <laughs> but I mean well the whole COVID thing was weird so it's like yeah, we don't know what's weird anymore nothing's yeah. weird anymore <laughs> but um, yeah on a on a day that I would choose to write pre-pandemic mm-hmm. sometimes I could get um, one to three songs written mm-hmm. And so, compared to that, I could finish a, an entire, or I finished an entire album. I think the shortest span was over three months, mm-hmm. I think. No, that's More not, or less. That sound bad. Yeah. yeah. So, 
for it to be over the course of like a year and a half yeah. and only three songs it is a lot less mm-hmm. than what I would normally put, mm-hmm. put out okay. um, for myself and then so you're going into filmmaking now right like that's something you want to do you want to direct it's something, films I'm something I'm interested in yeah. I want to um, play with creative design maybe like mm-hmm. um, so like do you do location. like graphic designing and stuff or you yeah. just want to do set though like what do you set, want to do like, in like the film industry type um, of thing designing the set okay set design um maybe dabble with like costume design mm. um, like you don't not, want to direct your own thing the costume but like you know yeah. picking stuff out like mm. i can't because well, you're a fashion designer too like in a way you know that's what you're getting into again right yeah i'm trying yeah. <laughs> um i like the idea of putting outfits together mm-hmm. for people or for shows or whatever. I have a lot of fun doing it so yeah. for myself. Um, mm-hmm. Like I think it'd be fun to do it for other people too. And it's fun because if you like it, you know, and you're having yeah. fun with it, it's not really work for you. It's like, you know? see if I'm good or not. Yeah, and you're experimenting too. So that's because yeah. you're doing what writing, you're doing music, you're doing like mm-hmm. creative writing and stuff like that. So it's like yeah. it's a lot. And so like for somebody who's probably wanting to start in one of those mediums, it's kind of like, how would you advise them to start? Whether it's with writing or music or poetry or anything like that you know like how would you advise somebody who wants to start with one of them like from with your experience so i'm like my brain is going like a thousand miles an hour (laughs) right now um so personally i guess with writing whether it's in like um like a poetic aspect or short stories Mm -hmm. or screenwriting or music um to figure out your process um, people's processes are all different because we're all different um, for example mine I tend to find the sound that I like first mm-hmm. and then just kind of spitball stuff yeah um, over it um, I don't know if you've seen that's how like, how like Billy did it Billy Eilish she like she was in her room and she like she sees a roof she's like roof wall picture frame and she, that's how she made her songs you know yeah so like so like, that yeah. that's her process and like um I guess be with yourself and the music. Yeah. Be with yourself and um, like what's, I don't want to sound like a fortune cookie, but like <laughs> with yourself inside. Um, because if you're not, I feel like if you're not present with yourself, I know that sounds mm-hmm. kind of weird, but if you're not present in that moment and allow yourself to think and allow yourself to feel, then it might be difficult for some people it just you know just tell them some things mm-hmm. it's not that deep for them maybe yeah. but um in a way it's deep just in general but um find your process mm-hmm. first um as far as like you know like film stuff yeah i'm still figuring out how i'm gonna do that like what you're getting into <laughs> yeah, i feel I'm like that's a fun part is like when you're just like building your own art or like building mm-hmm. yourself it's like it's fun to just like go here and like okay this failed but I learned from this and now I can do yeah. this you know so it's like I kind of like failing sometimes in a way because oh, yeah. I'm like okay you learn from it and it's like a it's like a level up type of definitely thing trial and error yeah. is a hundred percent like if you're not failing it's probably because you're not paying attention exactly so, I agree. Mm-hmm. um failing is like nine thousand percent okay people think it's bad it's, it's really not that's it's like the curve. best thing yeah. I I think personally mm-hmm. um if it's like what they say about it's like that little cheesy quote if you don't have any haters then you're not doing it right or whatever right mm-hmm. so like if you're not failing then you're not learning because mm-hmm. everything is a learning process mm-hmm. not everything's going to come to you perfectly or as quickly as you hope it's going to yeah. so it's totally okay to mm-hmm. not do okay so, so what's been like something that like 
I kind of I kind of guess like it's like your biggest not mistake but like your biggest I guess failure that you really learned and something beautiful came out of it from you um my biggest failure I think okay so when I first started out uh, I was so nervous and like nitpicky mm. about how I sounded like I felt like I needed to sound perfect every single time right. or else or else I'd be a failure yeah but the whole point is to be completely authentic I mean like I've heard Ariana Grande squeak like yeah. in her performances mm-hmm. Lady Gaga yeah, I'm sure perfect, yeah. exactly yeah. and I mean Sel- Selena Gomez is probably one of like my favorite examples because in the beginning her singing voice was not as strong as it is now mm-hmm. so um, you know voice lessons there's like so much you can learn from other people so voice mm-hmm. lessons are good even if you're good already voice they always lessons. work yeah. um uh well, i kind of want to put a pause on that now that you mentioned that it's like okay um what do you think about like kind of like learning from like different people for me for example it's like okay when you're learning business and you're being taught like business at like a college and stuff mm-hmm. like the professors sometimes never ran a business in their life and stuff they're going straight from a textbook so how important kind of do you think or what do you think about like you know, going and finding, like, the right people who are teaching in a way and then, like, kind of filtering out the people who don't really know what they're doing. Like, what so, do you think about that? Obviously, learning from people that know what they're doing mm-hmm. is key. Yeah. Like, surrounding yourself with um, people who are in the industry, uh, working in the same, I guess, running in the same circles as you. So, mm-hmm. uh, if you're leaning more towards pop, like, surround yourself with people who are also into pop. Mm-hmm. Um but of course, like, also familiarize yourself with other genres either you might be interested in or genres that you notice mm-hmm. collaborate with pop most uh, frequently or whatever, stuff like that. But I also love, love, love learning from people who are younger than me. Okay. Specifically, like, um, like younger kids. Mm-hmm. Um, more, more for, I guess, authenticity and fear. Yeah. Because if you ask a kid to do something, they do not care who's watching. They don't care who's listening. They just do it. They and it. they have fun doing it. Mm-hmm. And I think when you learn how to not tune everything else out, but be aware of everything at the same time without worrying about mm-hmm. anything else, that's when it all just like... Like flourishes, like, yeah. I guess. Okay. And I mean, I still, I still struggle with that sometimes. Like, I'll be like, in that zone, that zen zone, and then I'll be like, oh my god, there's people watching me. Yeah. Like for a second, I'm like, okay, hold on, it's okay. Like, I mean, I still get like, like jelly legs. Yeah. And so that's another <laughs> thing is like, because like, a lot of people they don't pursue what they want to do as far as like in the in the creative aspect is because of they're they're scared of other people's judgment and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, when you when you first got started, then you now so like two different type of questions. It's like, how did you take judgment when you first got started, and then how do you take judgment now? So, uh... But like you said, like, there's always people who are hating yeah. and stuff, you know? So it's like, how did you take it? So before... Little Jordan, we'll talk about her. Little like, Jordan. Little Jordan. <laughs> little Jordan was really, really shy. Mm-hmm. Um, very... Not very nervous, but she, she, was, she was pretty nervous yeah. about um, going solo. Because I used to be part of a group like an orchestra slash band type deal thing and uh, I sang with other people um and so there was that comfort that 
people were looking at me, but they weren't looking just at me. And I wasn't just singing, I was mm-hmm. also playing violin. Uh, so it it was almost like, um, my violin was almost like a security blanket. Gotcha, okay. So it was something I could hide behind. Um, and I don't think I took criticism badly, but it it made me nervous. Mm-hmm. So if I got negative criticism, because um, some people don't know how to critique yeah. the right way. Some people just judge because they want to judge and some yeah. people judge for the right way. So yeah. when people would re- critique negatively or in a way that was, you know, just like rude. <laughs> <laughs> rude. I'm like, I'm still learning. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it, would, it would get me sometimes. Mm-hmm. It would make me sad. It would make me think like, oh, maybe I can't do this. Um, but my parents always said, never say can't. Mm-hmm. Nothing is impossible. I mean, some things are impossible. Can't breathe underwater. But nothing is impossible in, yeah. the, in a way. In, See, in, I've always liked this little cheesy thing too, where it's like the word impossible. You split it up, it says I'm possible. So yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> I'm like, that's so true. I remember that. Yeah. Um, but they always told me, don't say you can't, because there mm. is um, a bigger chance that you can if you try. Right. Um, so it was. It wasn't just in music. Um, it w- that was just little Jordan in general. Mm-hmm. And so as I grew up, I met different people, and some of those people were just mean mm-hmm. um, for no reason. Um, but I didn't react to it mm-hmm. because I didn't know how. I was too, um, I guess, withdrawn. Like, not, not that I wanted to be confrontational or that I've become confrontational. Right. Um, but there's, there's ways to deal with those things. Um, so little Jordan from being shy and nervous all the time or worried about how, what other people were thinking of her. Now I think I'm a lot more confident. I feel, mm-hmm. uh, all around, which is great yeah. because little Jordan would not, this would not happen no. with little Jordan. <laughs> She'd be like, uh, somebody, was too. somebody yeah. else can go. <laughs> Um, and like I still I'm not like a spotlight person Mm -hmm. like it's to me I know a lot of people are like yeah like I want to be in the spotlight that's why I do this that's where Mm -hmm. like um, that's not what it's all about either yeah Yeah. like I mean of course that's not how everyone thinks but um, I know that's also a mentality that's out there yeah but for me like I said I like more smaller smaller settings intimate settings because I I enjoy feeling the space and the people. Mm-hmm. Um, so when when everything when everything feels like it's like settled and you can feel the music and you can feel the vibe, yeah, um, that makes me happy. And like I don't even have to be the main focus. Like if people are just listening to the music in the background, or if like I'm like completely like you know blacked out right like if they're not really seeing me they're like enjoying more the music that's enough for me yeah. like i'm fine yeah that's what matters to me is that people enjoy the music mm-hmm. or feel the music so confidence has gone up how i perceive things in the music world and like in the world in general mm-hmm. has um matured yeah i guess um and as far as people being mean, 
for no reason. <laughs> Having haters and stuff like that. That's how you know you're growing. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. how you know you're growing. And so, so like, like your first concert, or whether you grew, like you did first what, music or writing? Your first thing was which one? Writing. Writing? Yeah. So I don't know what you would do for writing when they give a large crowd. What is it? Like an open mic or something? Or I've actually never done no? an open You've mic. I've never, mic. I've never done a poetry reading except for class. Yeah. I know. It's um, Jabelle. She, 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 she was our poet me. for everything. Yeah. yeah. I know. I wanted to go so bad. You should. But you should. I, I it was really good. We're going to do it again. Yeah. We're looking for poets always. We're always looking for poets who just come out and, like, okay, <laughs> like give your poetry to a photographer and see what photographers come out with. Or even painters. Yeah. We might do one with painters, man. Okay, painters, here's the poetry. I would love Paint to something, do that, you know? actually. And so it's you just guys a little are feature. <laughs> so, so, like, okay, let's go with music then. So, like, your first, I guess, concert in a way? Like, how did you go about that? Like, how was it for you? What did you feel? Like, first concert in general or first concert individually? As uh, in, like, by myself. By yourself. By myself. That was nerve-wracking. Yeah. <laughs> I was terrified. It was, But it was also small. It, there was not a lot of people. Um, but, of course, I was with Ofe. Mm -hmm. and, um, that was like your support. The homies that, were, that are also there. Um, they were all there. Mm -hmm. And um, they made it really fun. They helped me open up a lot. Yeah. So like, I'm I'm not much of like a dancer, I guess. Mm. So like, I don't typically. Because like, you have to learn how to move and stuff. Uh, yeah. yeah, but uh, there's just I I love watching artists stand still and just like captivate with their voice, and I think okay, yeah, that's how I want to be. Mm -hmm. And plus, I just. <laughs> I don't move a lot. Just like there, like, hey, what's up? I'm like, hi. Um, I think I remember the first show I went from yours was at Star Room, I think. Yes. That was the first one I went for. Yes. Yeah. I think I was like a little bit. Like, I I, I do sometimes. Like, I'll yeah. catch myself. I'm like, But oh, you were so into the crowd, too. Yeah. Like, you were just like, like oh. I guess, okay, so it might also be a little bit of habit not moving. Yeah. A little bit of um, majority, like, want to, like, be there like and captivate with the voice mm -hmm. and then some of it is just like girl you can't dance <laughs> don't, <laughs> girl, don't try <laughs> don't do it <laughs> um because then like sometimes if i try i feel like my brain is like splitting gotcha. like trying to focus on like if i'm moving with the music and then the other half is like don't forget the lyrics um but i don't know it's like a mixture of a bunch of stuff but mm -hmm. when i was a lot younger little Jordan would not move at all like she was like yeah. stiff as a board <laughs> and could not look people in the eye talk yeah. to the audience she couldn't do that um, but I can definitely engage more with the audience mm -hmm. I like I like talking to people yeah in the audience Just and interacting stuff like that stuff, yeah. Um, yeah and so like how was it when kind of like when like you started getting out there a little bit more um did you ever hit like a point where it was just like you know things got very hard for you because a lot of people like things get hard for them and they feel so stressed they want to give up they end up hitting like depression things like that you know mm -hmm. and so like did you ever get to a point like that and then like you overcame it obviously so how did you overcome it you know with music or just like in like in with general? like your with your music like with your work as far as like all your creative stuff or even in general if you want to answer it uh, whichever way you want to answer it well with music I think the hardest point for me was when I had finished an album mm -hmm. and I felt like I had nothing else to write and I was like, oh no, yeah. like what if I don't write anything after this or what is, what's going to happen next? Like, Because I was always hearing um, 
post every day, post this, post that, post this, make sure you're doing this every day, make sure you're doing that every day. And I was like, oh my God, I don't have anything to post, like yeah. original stuff, I don't have anything to post. Because um, I, po I post covers and stuff like that, but as far as original content, I was like, oh my God, like, yeah. I can't just like spit stuff out like every <laughs> single day like I mean I could but it wouldn't be yeah. great like or it wouldn't be good um, so you paced yourself a little bit how did you do that I guess you know I guess that's like the secondary question to that is like it made me really nervous first yeah. like starting like figuring out that I was like running out of ideas yeah. because that's what I thought um but again that also comes with I guess the same rules as writer's block yeah just like it's okay to take a step back I mean Rihanna she hasn't put out anything since I think 2016 yeah 2017 2016 no. yeah 2016 um and I was over here worried that I had gone a month and I'm this <laughs> I'm this little person in El Paso yeah. like that just mm -hmm. just makes music and I'm like if I think I think that was not Rihanna I can't remember what artist it was but there was an artist who also hadn't put anything out. Lord, I don't think has put anything out since like Lord, I don't think so twenty six fifteen either. Yeah. But one of the artists that I had listened to was listening to a lot. So do you think it's because it's like, because they're kind of like just like pacing themselves, or do you think it's because they're just that good that they don't really need to put things out? Um, I like, think what, it's how, a what do you mixture think? Like, of a lot of things. Because yeah. I was literally thinking about this like in the shower the other day. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what do they do? But, um, like. Okay, Rihanna, we all know Rihanna's amazing. Yeah. She's also ventured out into different things. She mm -hmm. did a clothing line. She's done. She's doing perfume now. She's doing makeup. I think a lot of artists do perfumes. Like, everybody but just I, throws out a perfume. My mom and I were talking about yeah. that last week. <laughs> it's like, okay, like, what else is there to do with perfumes? Um, right. But I think it also comes with saying no. Mm -hmm. Like, if you don't have anything to put out. Don't force it. Don't force it. Yeah. Like, it's fine. Um... I don't know if those big artists are saying, no, I don't feel like it, right. or if they're like, no, I want to venture out into something else, or mm -hmm. I don't know if I have the time right now, or, because, um, I mean, obviously, some artists, I don't know what they're doing. They have yeah. lives, too, you know, um, mm -hmm. but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't know, really, for them. And then kind of just, like, kind of, like, not end things, but, like, just to kind of step, like, a, a step back. Um, a lot of these things happen because, or people don't pursue what they want to do because of their parents as well. It's because, you know, like some people want to be creative, some people want to be photographers, artists, whatever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, society tells them, no, you can't do that. Go get a real job, be a nurse, be a doctor, this and that, you know. And so some people really actually make it as an artist and a creative. So kind of what's, what's your point of view on that? Like when, like society's point of view and like, you know, you have to be having this figured out at this time. Like, you know, you got to be married at this age, graduate at this age, you know. And like as an artist, you're just like, but I want to do this. And so it's like a lot of people tell them no. Like, how do you how do you view that? Uh, don't listen to your parents. Don't listen to your parents <laughs> <laughs> if they're not supportive. Yeah. <laughs> so. Cause that's something I kind of went through. So I'm kind of curious yeah, to like other people's point it. of view. You know. Do it if there yeah. is if you want to pursue acting. Okay, because I know a lot of people, mm. especially with the fine arts, a lot of people are like, oh, that's not a real job. You can't live off of that. Well, like. I, I always say it like you know it's like how do you think the photographer for the presidents are you know he's a photographer exactly <laughs> and like um there's always that that argument which mm. i think the fine arts wins every time that like without artists without singers mm. without actors without anybody in the fine arts you would not have like any of your entertainment right 
but yeah, I yeah. like if you feel a pull towards something, you love it, you enjoy it, and somebody's telling you no or society's mm -hmm. telling you no, I think you should still pursue it. Yeah. Um, I mean, of course, sometimes things don't work out, and that's okay. Um, but keep on keeping on and all yeah. that good stuff. Um, I don't think you should ignore the things that you love. Exactly. Yeah. Don't be forced to do something in a way. Yeah. And so, like those last two questions I was gonna ask you was like, where you're at now compared to what you or like no no how was the question it was compared to where you're at now what is something you know now that you wish you would have known when you first got started there you go mm, i wish i would have known or i wish um i would have taken it more to heart that it's okay to make mistakes mm -hmm. that's what i wish i'd known because i was so focused don't be on, scared of making mistakes yeah, yeah i was so focused on don't make mistakes yeah so and i think that hindered me a little bit mm -hmm. that kind of far. teaches you how to learn to everything yeah like, like you said it's like nobody's perfect you know like mm -hmm. ariana squeaks in her things yeah you know? so it's like it's gonna happen so why why try exactly. to like ignore it you know exactly and then just the general kind of question is like what piece of advice would you give somebody who's like kind of starting whether it's writing filmmaking um anything like that you know uh don't give up first of all um and do it with your whole heart i think that's mm -hmm. the most important thing um, and just have fun with it. Mm -hmm. It's it's not always about you know work 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 work. Yeah. I think you should enjoy everything that you do. Mm -hmm. And like just give yourself breaks too. Oh yeah. Yeah. Breaks <laughs> so are don't important. overwhelm yourself. The same way that you're keeping yourself hydrated, give yourself breaks. Yeah. And then so where last thing is like where can people find you? You know what's next for you? You can find me on yeah. Instagram, Jordan, two N's, Taylor, two A's. See, I struggled with that. I was like, so two A's, two N's. And then the Taylor I was like, two A's. Two A's. It was, it was crazy. But um, what's next? What's next for you? What are you, what are you um, planning to do? Trying to write more music. It is my last semester in undergrad, so exciting. Mm -hmm. um, finish school. Uh, dabble a little bit more um, with like poetry and um, the other forms of writing that I'm working towards, mm -hmm. um, dabble more in set design, just keep going. design, yeah. yeah, keep it going. Um, well, set design is going to be a big thing because a lot of people are producing stuff, mm -hmm. so it's like they always need like locations, and if they're wearing a warehouse or whatever, it's like okay, we need yeah. to build this place up now. But then that's also kind of hard, you know, to like go oh, into yeah. set designing. Yeah. Yeah, especially when you're on a budget. <laughs> yeah, the budgets are. are, are um, yeah. but I mean, it's fun. I enjoy. I enjoy doing it for myself, and I think it'd be fun to mm -hmm. start um, diving in on some like bigger projects, mm -hmm. maybe. Yeah. So we'll see. Yeah. We'll see, Jordan. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for um, having me. I appreciate me. you. If you guys want to go check her out, um, I'll leave her handle somewhere around here. <laughs> um, again, thank you to Casa Ortiz for having us here here at Nico's um, Art Studio. If you guys want to come check it out, it's in Socorro. Um, there'll be links and stuff around the, the whole video and the audio description stuff like that. So go ahead and check it out. Uh, thank you guys so much, and we'll see you in the next one. Thanks so much. Bye.